Okay, hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Penis Red. I am Sanjeet. I have Dhruv with me, and we have Arjit back with us after probably seven, eight months now. I think the last time we recorded was the Hitchcock episode, which came out. Was the Halloween Christmas. one after that or before that? No, before that. Before that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. before Halloween was the Q and A. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. yeah, hello, hello, Arjit. How are you? <laughs> hello, guys. Thank you for welcoming me back and. Yeah, it's been a long time. I think the Hitchcock yeah. episode was very like exciting. But yeah. Yeah, 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 great to be back. And again, we are as usual. I don't know what we are talking about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we we are talking about the two new um, recent horror releases. Okay. I mean, putting them in like the horror category because basically they do yes. belong to that. Yeah. Which are David Cronenberg's uh, Crimes of the Future and uh, Alex Garland's Men. Yeah, both, both will both will be spoiler discussions, right? I think. So. Yeah, of yeah, course, of course. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah we have to initially have to. about yeah. both of them, and then like deep dive into them. Yeah. But also before we de- talk about them, uh, I think we we should really discuss a little bit about the modern, the state of like the modern horror genre, because I mm. feel it's the what we thought was commercially horror like around ten years back isn't. Yeah. the same anymore i feel right. it's yeah. we've moved past and i feel both these filmmakers have in their way worked around the horror genre while mm-hmm. discovering other facets and aspects of the genre and mm-hmm. you know like having like you know sub genres in the same you know field yeah. Yeah. which kind of made uh, you know not just the genre but also the subject more interesting in a way yeah with the not just like the current works but also the work that they mm-hmm. done previously which is yeah you know, stands the test of time in a way and, you know, yeah. uh, has a legacy of its own. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, what do you guys think um, about, about uh, the state of elevated or uh, are we, sorry, quote-unquote elevated, elevated horror? Elevated. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think it's, uh, I think I got into this style of horror. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I, I like this horror style that I think A24 is most associated with. The A24, correct, the correct. production distribu- distribution. It is a production company, correct. right? And distribution. It is both. both really. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I, I, I think I, when I was sort of getting into films more, I got into their brand of horror. And I think correct. it was mm-hmm. like a like a spark at that time. Like, you know, when, mm-hmm. when something like the witch right. came out or like, you know, people didn't, mm-hmm. didn't have that exposure to that type of horror for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this was like a great counter to a lot of mainstream horror that was coming at that time, uh, which was mm-hmm. more to do with like, you know, jump scares and like a lot of like cheap thrills, which is in, not in a bad marker thing. Modes, in marker modes, words, uh, yes. cattle prod cinema. Yeah. So it was like <laughs> which, a antidote mm-hmm. to that. And I think uh, yeah. that's the reason I was also drawn to it, I think, at that point. And I think mm-hmm. now we are at a state where there's a saturation of this type of horror. So there's like a mm-hmm. response against, I think, right. that brand of A24 horror, mm-hmm. which is, and I think the common complaint a lot of people strike against it is that it's super, like it makes the subtext for horror, mm-hmm. like about trauma and about, you know, all this, which is, Mm-hmm. It kind Not of puts indeed. it at the front of their films. Mm-hmm. And I think that is what people really uh, take against it. Like, I I mean, I've, I've still have like a very special place for a lot of these. Like, I look forward to them whenever these are coming, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. from filmmakers who I like 
like Alex Garland and mm-hmm. Robert Eggers. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think, uh, but I think, yeah, like I think there is an element of familiarity now with this genre, and I think again mm-hmm. the way out of familiarity is you're gonna invent more and like you know find new ways of scaring people. So yeah, yeah. but yeah, I've I've not like exhausted myself from it. I can take more of these. Yeah, me neither. In yeah. in in sort of uh, limited like, supply, I guess. Yeah, Rajiv, yeah. what do you what do you think? No, I'm like uh, okay. There's again this uh, pattern. We are uh, talking about horror back to back, and mm-hmm. I think we we spoke about this sort of horror when we discussed uh, on the Halloween podcast. Uh-huh. Correct, mm-hmm. correct. Yes, yeah. yes. People, please refer to that podcast <laughs> alongside yeah. this. And, yes. and it was very like fun supplement discussion. Only. Yeah, this is some genre. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, my initial introduction to horror was a very those uh, jump scare and uh, mostly mm. slasher. Mm-hmm. Uh, when mm-hmm. I got introduced to this sort of, uh, mm-hmm. it started with a ghost story uh, directed by David Lowry, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, I was amazed uh, that. Someone could fit in this. Uh, it's a it's a genre thing, right? Horror, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's about mm-hmm. scare and fears. And but mm-hmm. they could fit in this with a very basic or fundamental um, human principle or human truth mm-hmm. of living yeah. and going away. And yeah. then I started exploring these films that came, like I think, in the last four five years. This has boomed, and all of mm-hmm. these films. What I love about them is they don't uh, really need to. You know, keep the audience at edge or something like that. Uh, they mm-hmm. might be very. It's more like uh, based on the atmosphere of it, uh, on the on the feel of it, on the on the texture of it, mm-hmm. and um, in a way, uh, things that we're afraid of in our daily lives, like uh, or our uh, deepest fears, mm-hmm. the way they yeah. manifest, and that can be approached in a very direct format. Uh, they take from uh, folk stories or maybe mm-hmm. some lo- local stories and all that, or from myths, and they're just uh, entering this zone, which is like it's very simple, mm-hmm. simple world building sort of. Yeah. And within that mm-hmm. world, you really get convinced, like it's like it's like the most unreal things possible. Horror is like mm-hmm. the most unreal Correct. things. Correct. Yeah. But Correct. but I think cinema as a medium is the most potent medium of showing these unreal things. Because Correct. if you build your world within that, from the first frame to the last frame, mm-hmm. you know the audience is convinced, and 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 somewhere mm-hmm. around, if we have one of those horror elements within us, those elements of fear, mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. sort of identify with it, or can like we at least try to have a dialogue with that. So mm-hmm. in that way, mm-hmm. I think A two four is and oh, and I shouldn't say A two four; it will sound like a sponsored thing, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I we, wish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, definitely. God bless. And, uh, yeah, and so, so it's fantastic. It's fantastic. I mean, the, and uh, like as a student of cinema, someone who aspires to maybe make films, mm-hmm. films mm-hmm. Uh, this is like uh, stepping stones for us. Like at least as yep. audience and as students, I think. Uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Go ahead, Sanjit. You. Yeah. I think uh, so. I don't know what was really my introduction. I, I'd say which, which was 2015. Mm. Mm. Uh, but before that, I wasn't really too interested in watching horror films at all because I, mm. I think I was fairly easily scared by watching those films. I think. Uh, uh, yeah. But one thing that I cannot deny about watching a horror film, even back then with those cheap thrills, was the fact it was an immediate experience kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. 
mostly your mm. responses were more immediate like mm. you didn't have to like think about it later on and have that feel over it mm. but it was more like immediate responses so i think that was also one reason this sold to me in a way but not like that i eagerly wanted to watch them mm. uh but i feel what really happened with films like the witch and certain other films as well uh um what hereditary uh, i think you guys are fans hereditary of, right? hereditary yeah. i quite yeah. like yeah uh but what really happened is they also were certain kind of experiences they hmm. weren't really immediate responses but i feel the slow burn nature of them and right. the whole so so the best thing about what i felt about these films is they felt very pure in terms of how they've been written and made mm-hmm. at the end of the day right, right. like they've been conceived conceived from like an origin very original point of view maybe yeah, they've sure. been adapted or like you know yeah. inspired by a lot of other things they feel at least feel they've been conceived from like a very original point of view with a very specific vision yeah so, right and yeah. and the other thing is if they want to go for an idea they go completely for it which is something yeah. i appreciate a lot yeah like uh, the cl- the best example of that is uh, the recent release lamb i mean oh, yeah mm-hmm. yeah i mean i feel it's going it it is indicating it is implying a certain idea mm. but it is not just implying it actually ends up going there yeah right which actually i i sort i think that is my personal choice and liking towards mm-hmm. a certain thing because i feel if you just like if you were trying to toy with expectations mm-hmm. maybe you can just like go overboard and just like go completely over the top yeah mm-hmm. and and somehow you can fit all of that the mm-hmm. over the top part mm-hmm. in terms of certain set of feelings which is how mm-hmm. through described trauma mm-hmm. and certain you know other yeah, yeah. uh illnesses yeah. or something like that yeah, yeah. so i feel that is a very that's a very smart way to make films and how arish also said uh that i think film it completely justifies that style right mm. right i think when i started watching those films i also went back to watching Car- john uh, carpenter's movie and cronenberg's mm-hmm. uh, films and all of that which mm-hmm. i felt were very i feel out of place at that time mm-hmm. but in a way they still belong to that era because right. they imbibe the whole quality and the genre also they made their own evolutionary you know leaps and bounds to you know reach out to yeah. people and you know. Yeah, and it's just uh, one thing. Sorry, one thing I just yeah. want to say that Sanjeev mm-hmm. said. I want to point that out. It's a very interesting thought. Like uh, they're written and conceived in a very pure manner, and which is great. If you are uh, when we are like looking for scripts or we are sitting down to write something or we are approaching mm-hmm. a story, mm-hmm. it's great mm-hmm. reference for us uh, mm-hmm. seeing these films and how mm-hmm. they're conceived, at least at their idea level or. Mm-hmm. or Correct. yeah so in other whatever if you talk about the dramatic structure etc 3 etc et all that but it's very nice to see these films uh in terms of how they approach their story yeah that's mm. fantastic mm. yeah now yeah, i think it's uh, it's more of a function for me of like i think the criticism for these films is a lot i like it would be very interesting for me to see how people compare like a john carpenter's like, like william friedkin film to something like a you know modern day mm-hmm. a24 film because right. i think those i think these a24 films aspire at least to be something on those levels like they don't mm-hmm. aspire for that you know more or whatever like the conjuring is not what they're aspiring for they're aspiring for something that's deeply personal i think and i think mm-hmm. something like the uh, 
the exorcist to me at least struck me as something which is personal also rather than being like a shock correct. Fest, right correct 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 that dread i think dread is the key word I've, in in many ways for these films is dread paranoia like this idea of something building up and then waiting mm. for it to like explode yeah. i think that's that's at the heart of these films uh, and i'm pro- providing a transition point sanjit <laughs> i think to or uh, i mean the film we are going to i mean I, I also i wanted to just add like one more point before we move yeah. on i feel if done well mm. those jump scare films also work really mm. well yeah right, right, i mean right. case in point sam remy's i think drag me to hell i think oh, that's a fantastic yeah. Yeah. i mean it's been long since i watched it but yeah. it's been at the back of my mind for like the last few days first i don't know for some mm-hmm. reason because i i wanted to watch like a horror films and all for horror mm-hmm. film recently uh so i just want just been at the back of my mind and i was like i remembered a few things from it for sure because i remember like um, i had watched it on tv first like mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. when i was in school like, but i had rewatched it when i was in college as well so i remember breaking it down of how simple those techniques are and how effective those techniques were yeah totally totally i mean even like, like i know i brought up conjuring but like i actually really mm-hmm. like the first conjuring by james bond yeah so. it was it I, mean, i was scared shit scared of yeah, watching yeah, that exactly. i was in my hostel and we had this loft <laughs> kind of thing in our room so i could not yeah. sleep because my bed was right under the loft and i was constantly thinking geez <laughs> someone might jump and yeah because those days like you sort of expect it like uh, yeah Yeah, yeah yeah it still has like very nifty tricks like you can do a jump scare really well like you like exactly it's, yeah it's we're not pushing against it i think in some of these films use correct. jump scares sometimes yeah, i mean correct, the exorcist correct, correct. by william peter blatty i think uh, has one of the most iconic jump scares because it's got yeah, like isn't exorcist 3 is the one made by Paul the writer Schrader. of no 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 That's which one was Paul Schrader? <laughs> I mean, he he was wanted it, to. Know, he made one. Make I two. don't remember which one. He made the prequel to the Exorcist, Dominion or something, which Wasn't is supposed that, to be. Doesn't that also pants. have like a cult thing or something? That's like, you know? two. That's heretic. That's okay. John Borman, I think. Uh, yeah, no, John Borman is the one. Is the sequel? Is yeah, yeah, the one which yeah. is supposed to have a cult following because it's so bad. <laughs> I thought something made by Paul Schrader also had some following. Is uncut. release was like dominion something. no no, no. Like dominion that's the one yeah 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 2000 it's, it's it's supposed to be a prequel to yeah yeah, yeah that's right. not mm-hmm. three is the one with the writer uh, who wrote the exorcist ha uh, okay, okay. william seen it. you've not seen it okay it's worth i mean no, no, it's only seen the first one Yeah, there's an iconic it. jump scare in it which is like it has I mean, like it about 5 10 5 6 minutes of build up uh like really well done build up so yeah it's interesting it's interesting yeah but that's the thing na like uh, sanjeev mentioned sam remy you know sam remy is like he's like a rare person in hollywood who can do this like it's yep. something mm-hmm. like uh, i shouldn't say but james one also pulled off last year like <laughs> oh, of <laughs> <yeah>. course <laughs> he, 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 yeah, i mean like, i he knew how to <laughs> yeah, do yeah, it yeah. and i completely uh, agree i i think yeah. two parts of it like one is uh, like approaching in in terms of direction is one of the thing is what you mentioned rupe mm. is like building this up and then mm. going for the jump scare mm. that is one yeah. and the second part mm. is uh, if jump scares are how much it adds to the psychological effect like yeah. the best mm-hmm. horror is the ones that you know go to that deep into that psychological yeah. uh, layer correct yeah So correct, mostly correct. films, I think these days they just overdo it, just overdo mm-hmm. it. They're just giving one after the other mm-hmm. jump scare without much 
context or like building up mm. a, a, a very uh, essential part of a horror film has to be mm. its atmosphere yeah so correct they really focus on that they don't really focus on psychological impact they're just on the on screen violence or just like jumping mm. out of a, a dark corner that's not really yeah. going to work mm-hmm. like yeah I think those is that trend even like going down in any case, right? I mean, what what's the last uh, what's the last big budget horror film that did well? I it the first it. Uh, yes, it, yes, yeah, but I feel that was pretty well punch. made. Also. Yeah, it's, it, it was. It was really well good. made also. Yes, I, the sequel yeah, is yeah. bad. And, sequel, uh, <laughs> I never saw that. Uh, sequel was made, always uh, conflicted in a way. I mean, yeah. the way it was made. You know, they the made yeah. a Texas Chainsaw ka also decent film, which I oh, X. Yeah. Hard. Oh, no. oh, X X was X was interesting. I liked X, but like I think I think the other West. other way to the other genre that has in in horror sub genre which has succeeded is also the one which pays homage to the oh, old, older yeah. and it's kind of jokey, right. self-referential, jokey, and like, self-referential. Yeah. Ex- yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. I mean, the fans will only get it basically. Yeah. Like I watched and X and I was might- like. I was like, mm-hmm. if you show a non-horror fan this, they will be like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah, because yeah. it's a uh, it's a big in joke, but but it's fun. Correct. Like for for horror fans, it's fun. I think so. Mm. Or I mean, at least to understand the genre genre dynamics or like the history of it, yeah. basically we'll have a good time. Irrespective. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, okay, I think we can move on to talking about yes, Alex Garland's yes. men. Let's talk Hello. Hi. Mrs. Marlowe, yes? Harper, yes. Do, come in. The words I have to say. It's a beautiful well be house. Will it just be you staying? Or? Excuse me? Mrs. Marlowe? No. Until you give your love, there's nothing more that we can do. Apple from the garden? Y- yeah, it was delicious. No, 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 no. Mustn't do that. Forbidden fruit. Oh. God, sorry, I, I, I'm I, joking. I, what did you guys think about, like initial thoughts? Arjit, you go ahead. Arjit, Arjit, go ahead. I will. Okay. So I really liked uh, the way the film started. I like mm. the premise, yeah. <clears throat> and mm. it's uh, the the things that we spoke just like the I like mm. the chilly atmosphere in yeah. summer in mm. England, and you have that sort of uh, manner and. Mm-hmm. It's damp, like especially the tunnel scene. Oh, okay. So yeah. we're going spoil. Mm-hmm. We're giving spoilers, right? Where first initial I mean, just basic, initially. and then, okay, and then right, we'll yeah. go. Spoilers. Yeah, this is not a spoiler. I think this scene. Anyways, yeah, it's I in the trailer. Sh- I think it's in the trailer. It's in the trailer. In the trailer. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Yeah, we go into that tunnel scene, and you see that's the build up. You sort of feel yeah. like something's going to happen, and yeah. uh, the uh, the atmosphere, the ambience we see on screen, that damp, chilly effect. We sort of start to feel mm-hmm. that as well. Yeah. And and mm-hmm. I love the sound design there, like uh, like little bits of water droplets falling, and she's yeah. doing that ah, and that's echoing. Yeah. Oh, fantastic! The musical. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Musical. That's how yeah. you do it. And uh, I love the premise. I love I loved how it's what it's trying to mm. do. Yeah. Uh, what I what like when I lost the film was when it tried to go a bit. I shouldn't say a bit Cronenbergish. In the end, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and, yeah. and uh, maybe that's also because uh, I'm not well versed in uh, that uh, folk mythology, what it's yeah. based upon, and mm-hmm. some of the images mm-hmm. I was not getting, getting like what it was referring to. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I think it's the Green Man. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, those so, are not getting. Yes. But in terms of uh, conceptualizing and uh, like to, to a, like maybe two thirds of the film, hmm. it's very well made and uh, yeah. mm-hmm. it really keeps you thinking. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. and I was very particularly uh, fascinated by what uh, David Early he wrote in his review of uh, the men, mm. like the okay. first first line. I just mm-hmm. like quote that, not the whole thing. Yeah. So he said that. are men okay the fact that we live at a time when a horror movie can simply be called men a title as cheeky but unsarcastic as that of jordan peele's forthcoming no would suggest no yeah so it's something to really think about yeah yeah, yeah. no definitely mm. i mean uh, i i share arijit's sentiment mostly i think so <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, i i'm a, i think maybe i lost i lose the film a little bit earlier than that but but i'm also more the fact that i like the first first half i think first third i really like i think mm-hmm. he, he really builds up he's really good at atmospheric horror i feel like i think that's where mm-hmm. you know his compositions his sort of slower sort of he's very mm-hmm. uh, controlled in his uh, i think composition like it's i know he's he was a novelist so it doesn't feel like weird mm. but i honestly think he is maybe a better director than a better writer sometimes uh, mm. this is also okay. coming off i rewatched annihilation and i thought the writing in that is a bit clunky uh, mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah like i i think the film loses it though i think after a point and i and i one of my problems with the film i think and this kind of goes back to the whole 824 side of it is that I think it pushes too much into the artsy symbolism and uh-huh. like kind of loses mm-hmm. right. the main thrust of right. it and uh, and to me that's a bit shrug induced mm-hmm. I was like fine like I, I watched this in the cinema actually mm-hmm. on the same day mm-hmm. I watched the Northman and Jeet just to flag that up mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and uh, the day I watched it a man actually came up to me after the film ended and was like did you What did you think of that? And they were <laughs> very random. Men very random. No, but they were like men exactly. No, no, but basically, uh, he approached me, and I was like, "Yeah, it was like." I mean, I didn't know what to say because you know, I was I enjoyed the Cronenbergian imagery sometimes, but he was like, "This is garbage," and I was like, "I totally okay. understand what you mean. Like, I can't like mm. like the film. I think keeps is a little too." focused on like a specific audience i feel in, in a way mm-hmm. like you know i was like mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. i sympathize yeah. with like people who are like going for normal horror and are just coming away with this mm-hmm. obscure thing right. like right. which is right. yeah and it's very ambiguous okay. and like whatever yeah so, but where is a like which is a point where you lost the film to like if we can uh, go a little bit spoilery like not spoilery but I won't spo- can... yeah nothing to spoil is it the pub scene I mean, uh, yeah. After the pub scene, maybe like whatever when it turns into a home yeah. invasion thriller. Yeah, yeah. Basically, when yeah. The home invasion was actually very predictable in like, yeah. Uh, we've seen this in Japanese films mm, and yeah. we've seen it in like before. I've seen it before. Like it's we we yeah. have all seen it before. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We have, yeah. Sort of. It's more more just to do with like the execution also. Not not that his direction was poor, but just I was like the story mm-hmm. kind of ran out of steam. I was like yeah, I understood yeah. what it means. That's where mm-hmm. I think the point you are making, na, ki. Like what you're saying, he would have made a better writer. I think that I think that part he didn't have. Like he didn't yeah. know he hadn't. Yeah. He didn't have it chalked out. So he was like, let's yeah. just take it up and see where mm-hmm. it goes. Yeah. Because till that, that the film felt very sorted. Till that yeah. time, like I feel the, the film scene. in general is fairly simplistic. 
Yeah. It's super, super simple. I think it's very it is, linear it in its approach. It's 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 doing like very I mean, it's bare doing minimum. time hopping. Okay. Well, not time hopping, it but is. it's parallel. I mean, parallelly intercutting to you know, yeah. past and present. But I felt it was fairly simple. My I my see, I like Alex Garnett quite a lot. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. now, but from the days of Ex Machina and you know, uh Annihilation Devs and all or whatever yeah. he's done. I've always liked the fact that he's not just doing uh simplistic horror for the sake mm-hmm. of it also horror was like an inbred thing with sci-fi and all of that yeah mostly sci-fi i feel yeah uh but uh, the best part about annihilation for me was it that it was like cosmic horror yeah which is first of all like a very underdone uh you know genre and lovecraftian horror yeah. and all of that which is mm-hmm. anyway underdone so i always felt it's like very inventive in its own way and mm. how it works silently that is again the pure sense of you know right making a film Hmm. That is why I liked it. You know, it was the coming from like a storytelling, you know. visual storytelling. Exactly, it was silent in a way. Hmm. Um, when it comes to men, I feel I am with both of you on the same page as it kind of lost steam midway. Hmm. But I was curious in which direction it was going to go towards hmm. the end. Mm-hmm. Which is what like, surprised me that it went completely. You know, in the whole Cronenbergian yeah, yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, so that is what I liked more than, you know, I enjoyed it. That was yeah. the, like, when I'm watching a film, I'm not there to, I mean, I didn't, that's not my first instinct to watch it super critically, yeah. but to enjoy it. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I feel I, I, I had a good time watching that whole horror thing. I was like, oh, okay. So it went no. there. Uh, and it yeah. and it keeps on going until it you know makes that its symbolism is, yeah, very mean, clear to you. That's mm-hmm. the, I think, point where I think the people in the cinema were like, this. Like I think people were like, what? Right, right. I think you don't know how to react mm. because that scene goes on for like, and I think we'll discuss for like long. two minutes. But it goes on for yeah. a fairly long yeah, yeah. time. Too long. That's like yeah. uh, even has editing issues in yeah. the sense. I wouldn't yeah. say editing correct, issues. Correct. Like yeah. yeah, sort of. But but yeah, like I'm with you. Like in the first watch, I was like, this is fascinating. Like I was into it mm. in terms of like a basic. Mm. Like I watched it and I was like. I can understand why people will hate this, but like, I enjoyed it. Like, I, I, I mean, I it's, yeah. this, it's very similar to then that way. Mother, I mean, it's like symbolism, home invasion, some right. things you probably don't understand think, what's happening, but it's a symbolism. Yeah. If you get it, you enjoy it. I just think yeah. Darren Aronofsky has a better sense of humor or has more of a sense <laughs> of humor. Because I think he's more cruel that way. I mean, he's more crude. In he that goes sense. when than, when than, when than when he has to go chaotic. He I think fully commits to it, and I think that's what I. But that he goes in mostly all films. I mean, but most, I most of his films end up in that. I mean, I enjoy it too. Yeah. I'm saying again. I agree with also the fact that Garland is a better director than he's a better writer. I feel, hmm. even though he's an novelist, because you could see it like the annihilation. When it follows that whole writing structure of going from point to point and then losing out mm-hmm. people and mm-hmm. the whole thing, right. it is fairly, you know, it's written. But when it goes towards the end, I feel you cannot write that. You have to direct yeah, all. You have to do it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I that mean, is I, where you I, see the craft, you know, how he's yeah. going to tell a story, move here, move there, something. Same with men. I feel it's fairly simplistic. It's losing its team. He goes full on in with that whole imagery mm-hmm. and he's like, okay, come here. I'm going to do this. I'm going to crash the career. The thing that Sanjeev mentioned just now about annihilation. It's the same mm-hmm. thing I think in this film. Like 
uh, till the end like he was writing well because you can write it you can structure mm-hmm. it and it, it is very well structured like the tunnel scene is the peak yeah but uh, the ending part you I really have to direct it and i think that's mm-hmm. where he's i mean i don't know what happened like it could have been it could have gone in a very interesting way it could have like he could have left it ambiguous and that would mm-hmm. have added more i guess i mean mm-hmm. i mean it's anyway polarizing but uh, yeah. yeah i mean see one way to read it is the like very obvious toxic masculinity the other way yep. to read it is her guilt feelings and yeah yeah and it could have, it could have been both actually hmm. so uh, it could have been both and and like like uh it could have been somewhere like uh, i forgot his husband her husband's name uh james the character james right right so yeah. james mm-hmm. sort of gaslights her and yeah but she's still feeling guilty of it and it could have gone somewhere around that mm-hmm. and kept it ambiguous and i don't know mm-hmm. i mean it could have been so yeah. that i mean you watch a good horror and if the ending is not good you sort of feel like ah, yeah. i'm not fully satisfied that's what happened this satisfied yeah. yeah 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 that that's what happened yeah. but i would definitely I mean, recommend it yeah i mean that's also coming from the fact that like i feel both of you guys from the place where you where you're coming from mm-hmm. uh the parts which you're disliking is also because you love the genre that much as well mm-hmm. i mean um, for for someone who's who's making like an entry towards this i mean i feel that will be like a fairly solid experience so? also that way. i think we will lose them even more it's simple to understand is it I, when it goes into yeah. the all symbolism mode of like uh, him becoming I mean, a green man i mean if you're currently like... i mean with, apart from the green man stuff the whole the man giving birth to man yeah mm-hmm. i feel if you if you are living in current times you understand the whole yeah, yeah. Like gender that's, politics that's... you're you kind of will make sense of it fairly easily and then, then you're like oh okay you i get enjoy it, it right? right yeah but that's i just oh. sort of feel it's a like cop out sort of mm. okay okay, if doing, okay. I mean, doing, maybe maybe making that approach uh, because uh, you see the rest of the film the tone yeah. of the film it's mm-hmm. completely different from how it ends up mm. uh, it, like i get the home invasion part Mm-hmm. but it's like it was somewhere around uh, a very normal i how do i say it somewhere around say 4 or 5 on the scale mm-hmm. and it suddenly jumps mm-hmm. to 9 yeah and yeah and that that's mm-hmm. where i was like uh, mm-hmm. and because we were not warned like the audience doesn't know right that it's going to yep. come so mm-hmm. yeah basic yeah, surprise so- yeah go ahead mm-hmm. no, no no go I for i mean uh, talking about the home invasion part i feel mm-hmm. when it stays on the on the slightly slower side yeah mm-hmm. which is in the beginning i feel that is that was creepier and scarier than yeah. how it mm-hmm. went later yeah yeah definitely that is, definitely, that is something definitely. i agree yeah, yeah. agree with because yeah. I, even i could feel it and i think i midway through the movie yeah uh, before the pub scene i think i messaged dhruv saying you know how did you guys watch it like you know, yeah you were so I, creeped I out yeah, yeah. getting scared yeah right, right. I, it yeah. is it i had no, to pause it, it in the middle because i was like i cannot because it was giving me anxiety i was like i should yeah, yeah. watch it that, that's what i love about it that's that's yeah. what i love about it like how it goes so deep into your like it's it's mm. it has that psychological effect and that mm. slow yeah. burn yeah you are sort of creeped out yeah but what it's trying to do at the end i i love body horror so i don't have a yeah. problem with that but it just doesn't go with that tone yeah. because then you are just being too direct and yeah. you are neither scaring the people nor are hmm. they like i think they're confused unquote. at that point also you are confused, i mean exactly. yeah, yeah because yeah. sanjeet i think you're talking correct about the whole body politics like gender politics and like body mm-hmm. birthing sequence but it's preceded by like images of the guy like 
blowing like a wish flower into her nice, mouth nice. and there's like slow motion of her falling back and like oh, then yeah. she 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 cuts someone's hand and their hand splits into two parts which into two mimics parts. a snake and, and i like, think we have seen that even like earlier like one person yeah. is playing all the different characters in this yes. on the same that's, location that's mm. pretty obvious in general that's, that's what, so, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, the other thing which I, I mean, what I was thinking was how when like Garland would be writing, hmm. he wouldn't have thought of the meaning first and the actions later. I thought he thought of the actions first and the meaning later. Yeah. Oh, I, I because think I feel it would I feel opposite. if you have the basic basic idea in mind, I mean, hmm. this is I'm not trying to justify if I, I no mean, no I, I understand. Yeah. I'm trying to just make sense of it of what might would have happened. Uh, mm. with the way it went from like a certain sense to a certain you know way yeah what i'm trying to think is maybe while he was writing since he's like you know maybe we would have been on like a on in like a single flow he would have mm. i think thought of where he want would have wanted to go mm. and then maybe he made meaning out of it then he might have improved on the action Got later it. on yeah i mean maybe it's like an, we would never know unless like garland comes on and tells what he thought what how he made yeah. it i but, don't think he's interested but, in telling anyone i was reading a couple of interviews where he is actually i like this where he like unlike darren arnofsky <laughs> and we've compared mother a lot to this mm-hmm. darren mm-hmm. arnofsky's interviews are probably the worst thing about yeah, mother he's very tight lipped about what? yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's usually very tight-lipped about his... No, no, actually, I think, Arijit, he said that it's an environmental allegory and all that. Oh, he like said he was, that? He was very blunt. Yeah, okay. it's, it's, I saw it was one there interview... In, it was there in media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Okay, I and saw I one like, interview where he was asked and he said, like, I'm not going to tell you what it's Ah, okay, okay. No, I think I think maybe he was asked too much, but, like, he spoke a fair bit and I was like, why? Uh, like, why are you speaking about it. your movie that yeah, much? Yeah, like, then, then spoiled and, it. And then Garland was very much like, I want people to take whatever they come for, yeah. and I make movies because of that only. And they and he was he was actually very gracious and was like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I don't think the creator make like can make a certain meaning and like you know everyone brings their own meaning to it and all that. So that whatever, I, like very. I feel in that yeah, way, Garland is very much like a Kubrickian personality only. I mean, I've I mean, not seen I, interviews, but yeah. I mean, not like interview wise. I'm just hmm. telling like. filmmaking wise yeah yeah, yeah. i mean the audience i mean i mean uh, garland hasn't done something very technically evolutionary or revolutionary mm. but i feel in terms of conceiving a sci-fi thing or like a drama mm-hmm. and you know turning it into like a horror kind yeah. of thing what he's done with like, even like ex machina in a way slightly yeah. old like, detached essay yeah i feel yeah. that is in a way i mean i associate that with like because Kubrick. i remember when i watch annihilation mm. I compared it to like this is this is the newest 2001 for me ah, oh, because nice. I thought this is <laughs> like an entry towards that kind of you know new life yeah. form, <laughs> which is what 2001 was also about like new life form you know like, yeah. discovering yeah. stuff like yeah. a monolith here it's not monolith but it's like the whole shimmer ah. thing. Boy, <laughs> uh, is like you you say 2001 and like I think whoever is like a Tarkovsky person will say stalker because it's like. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, same, I, I noticed the Tarkovsky thing. Yeah. Yeah, 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 like the zone. So I think, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think he's so, very interested in nature, like in a lot mm, of in, correct, in at least, least uh, nature in at versus least human annihilation thing, you know? and men especially. I think men. Yeah, yeah. There's a whole montage which is a really lovely montage where she's playing the piano, and then we cut to like different shots right, of nature, right, right, almost right, like right, echoing right. back 
like the music plays all over those images and it's a really that. like fast and it's the scene where she plays the piano and she loses yeah. it halfway like yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and it's straight after that yeah. scene that that guy that naked guy naked rory can you like he plays all the men in the film mm. like he appears mm-hmm. at the window and that's probably one of the scenes you got yes, out and, the most right and yeah, like the yeah, yeah, where I he's think, just I in the I negative was... space and like he's just like Speaking of which, we should like I think talk about the performance of Rodney yeah. Yeah, because that was oh lovely fabulous. Lovely. I mean, doing all yeah. those uh, even uh, that kid. Oh yeah, yeah, the, the digitally imposed face. <laughs> I was like yeah. the first time I seen, I was like, where have I seen this kid? And I was like, oh okay, <laughs> so it's the same person. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I really like. I really liked his performance as the as Jeffrey, the guy like the yeah. guy who welcomes her, correct, and he's like correct, really correct. He, that is creep, creepy in a very like really he said yeah, in a country like, way, in a very a country way. way, and he gets that country accent also very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I found and, the church guy super creepy also. Like he was. Uh, I feel the church guy was. I think the the trope or the style of character has been done to that so i okay. i didn't have any like thing i think i was very much into the whole her story or her narrating it at that but i i mean i'm a mm-hmm. jesse buckley fan in general i think it's just uh what else I have you seen her in except good daughter uh i'm thinking Lost of daughter, Lost i was going to say that i'm thinking of it ah. maybe in that, that she plays also. a very similar cipher of a role, actually. Like, very much. Very similar. Yeah. Very similar. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, okay. so okay. I've seen her in one more thing, Sanjeev. Don't worry. I won't judge her only after <laughs> one movie. There's one other. Oh, Beast. I think that was her breakout role. And Chernobyl. There's so many things. Oh, she was in Chernobyl also. Yeah, Correct. she was the wife yeah, of yeah, the dying girl. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. So no, she's she's now. she's very good. I think the common criticism I've heard about her her is not her performance, but her character is very like blank. Like she doesn't have any like personality. Which I'm like I can justify that by at least saying that she's in a zone where she can only think about what was happening to her in like the past. Mm-hmm. Like she she's clearly completely engulfed by like trauma and guilt. And I think mm-hmm. uh, some of the interaction between him, her and like. James are quite well staged. Like I, I don't know if they used a filter. Was there a filter they used of like that dusky, slightly orangish? Yeah, yeah that could have. Yeah, been. or it could have been. I don't know. Probably lit that, that way. I think. Okay. Probably lit that way. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Even I don't know. Yeah. So the whole parallel Indeed. was this time. The second time was re, like I was rewatching it. I thought the parallel between that story and what happens in the house is actually much more mm-hmm. prevalent. Like. It, you hmm. can see how it maps right. out. So I think Arjit, you right. were saying about the two interpretations. I think the second one about the trauma thing yes. is much more uh, emphasized. At least I thought it was very like prevalent mm-hmm. uh, this like, time mm-hmm. around. But uh, uh, one thing here, like, hmm. uh, what do you guys think of that that men getting pregnant? And does it have? It's very really it, weird. Like it's imagery is weird. It relates to. Do you think it relates to her also having a trauma about pregnancy, which connects to another character? Could possibly. Be. Yeah, yeah, which I'm not mentioning. Person she's talking to, right? On right, the, right, right. Yeah, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, do you guys think it could have been somewhere? Because otherwise, I'm not really. I can't really connect that entire last. I sequence. was reading a little bit. I think that 
you know that it's based on an image like the green man this is based on like this ancient image of sheila nagig that was the this is from an mm-hmm. article by tasha robinson on poly, polygon okay like okay. she had written about the christian and pagan symbolism in the film Okay. Uh, so this is the, car- the carving of a naked woman with a gaping vulva, often spread open with her own hands. That's the image I think, mm. which is that's, repeated that's towards the ending of the it. film. Okay. And uh, I found that imagery super strange because, like, on the one hand, the last image is of James getting grown out of those mm. several men. Mm. So right, it's right. her facing her trauma and like. I get. I mean, I think she rejects it. Like she comes over it. Like the final image of it is hopeful. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, the final final s- sequence is with the woman. She's her friend. She's been. Yeah, yeah she yeah, looks at him and she smiles. Hope so. smiles. Yeah. Hope yeah. thing, you know. Yeah. yeah. I I sort of yeah. thought like like that. She ha- having been like she's pregnant, right? And it's yeah. like. Uh, mm-hmm. This I forgot ंग्रेस्टिंग so like it's uh, like it's interesting how the men are so is like the reproductive process for women being like yeah, something yeah. of making and maybe i'm reading it this way because i saw annihilation but it's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the men are growing from whatever reproduction which women do right, right, but like right. they then like dis- want to destroy the woman figure definitely definitely which is like a very like strange thing i was like Like yeah. like, and men so, passing on the toxic yeah. thing. That that's. Yeah. I mean, I all, mean, all, yeah. all Garland care. Oh, sorry, sir. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. You say, you say. No, I was saying Gar. All all of Garland's characters, main mm-hmm. protagonists, have been women only. You know, in the last three, four. Yes. So I feel the the whole uh, imagery also, you know, kind of boils down to the fact that he understands probably, you know, the perspective in a way. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. Crit- no, no, no. I'm just you, saying. I don't mind his. Like, I was seeing Annihilation, and I was like, this is a bit like, like the character work in that was a little, uh, like, not great. I thought it's sketchier. It's sketchier. Correct. It's, yes. it's no, more sketchy in that. That. I think he limits, mm-hmm. or at least in these two movies, he's limited his women characters to equaling their trauma. Like, I don't think they have much personality outside of that. so like i mean that's what i feel like at least in these two mm. i remember ex machina being much more like shifty and like very hey, like in men it's definitely there i can't remember yeah. annihilation ka most i think men is there in men it's there definitely men it's there annihilation yeah, there's a literal dialogue which says we are all damaged goods i can tell you this so oh and that's I mean... the... <laughs> Right. And all of the women here are basically defined, which is fine. Like I think trauma is like defined, a big theme. I mean, in... it's it's good, but yeah, I mean, ex machina is also about like AI and discovering womanhood yeah. also yeah. in a way that, in that sense, right? In the most simple sense, and yeah. I think in even in men, it's I mean, she plays piano. I I, feel, I you know, then she's a working woman. I feel that adds maybe something to it. She stays mm. in London. Yeah. I feel that adds something more to the whole personality than yeah 
maybe no i mean i think jessie buckley's performance adds it also like i think she i think she generally sure, has like sure. a has a very childish sort of face like i think it's very Correct. in a way and yeah, i think yeah, whenever yeah, she yeah. expresses it's very like like especially the singing scene right mm-hmm. at the tunnel i was like yeah, this is like a lovely fantastic. like fantastic you have yeah, like yeah it's a, like yeah. a kid enthusiasm yeah. Yeah, enthusiasm yeah, exactly. and from this she switches on to the moment she's like spotting that stranger on the other side yeah and yeah. she quickly switches her that 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 was a very fantastic uh, that's yeah. that's where yeah. you admire these actors like how yeah. quickly can do that Mm. Yeah, I mean, and in general, I think I'm I'm a fan of like this type of film. I'm generally a fan of Sanjeev, so I mean I'm not like d- dissing yeah. the film in any no, sense. No, I know, I know. You guys aren't dissing. I think yeah. I, you guys are coming from a very good perspective towards the film, yeah. which I feel feel makes sense only. I'm not disagreeing. Yeah. I just feel I had this that little bit of extra enjoyment with it. Yeah. I don't know what will happen on on like a rewatch or whatever. Uh, I'm my... just like sort of confused, and like hmm. that that ending sequence <laughs> just left me somewhere in like it just left me in the open and like told me like now you hmm. deal with it. That's the thing. That's, a, that's you know, the that's, only thing I have with it. That's the, other, the film. that's the other thing I was about to like like talk about just in general, and I think this goes a little bit to A twenty four in general, like that horror mm-hmm. film thing. or maybe it's a garland mm-hmm. thing for me like after annihilation and after this i was like i really want to read the explainer articles and people's thoughts on it which is a weird thing cuz i generally don't like doing that but like with mm-hmm. garland films i'm like these are so idea driven and concept driven and like are so much about like, like mm-hmm. themes and symbols and all that that i'm like i want to break mm-hmm. them down which also kind of means that i'm not as emotionally invested which is a weird like thing i'm i'm i, I like i'm yeah. struggling with it but mm. i think a lot of people say this about other eight like something like the witch i don't want to go and read about it the first yeah, thing like i just want to soak definitely. in the yeah, yeah. atmosphere and like i was shaken mm. by it emotionally mm. also but like something like i think uh, men i was not emotionally shaken by actually <laughs> like very very clearly like say that but uh, but mm. but yeah like that's a interesting thing like I think when the concepts themselves are more interesting I think annihilation has a bigger better concept I think like whatever it's talking mm-hmm. about I'm more interested in uh, yeah. so it's fine but with men I was like I get what you are going for like and I kind mm-hmm. of then it's like you know I was digging for like christian and paganism symbolism which mm-hmm. is like whatever mm-hmm. you know uh, what whether saying like uh, in the ending she asks like James mm-hmm. like what do you want from me and yeah. he says love yeah So again, like that goes very off sync with uh, the sequence preceding it. Mm. So yeah, so in that sense, I mean that's the only problem I'm having with the film. Otherwise, mm. it's like a I I would really recommend this film, and mm-hmm. it really speaks to us. Uh, it's it's a very it's not like a very alien concept. It's a very yeah. it's like a daily daily day to day concept. It's it's something yeah, that we yeah. see mm. and hear mm. and experience every day. yeah uh, and like and obviously horror is the best because it's actually something very horrific yeah and horror is the best way to go about it yeah uh, but that's just like that ending sequence felt cop out yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean maybe maybe i expected i had higher expectations hmm. no but i think mean, the film sets you up for higher expectations also does, like, especially does, the first like, uh, first exactly yeah. the tunnel yeah. sequence is very peaks mm. and then she's yeah. going around and that uh, the first home invasion Yeah, yeah, the naked man invading the house is really exactly. creepy because it's, it's like really silent and like you're uh, looking at him like that. I think creeps me out much more. Like that suspense of like someone being 
like in the background but like the person mm-hmm. in the film not knowing it right, i think right, this right. uh, the uh, guy mike flanagan does it a lot in uh, mike flanagan uh, how, it's, how, it's, it's a signature yeah, 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 and all that and i was like i just yes, find that yes, very yes. creepy so i was going to say the same yeah yeah so i think that that stuff is like very uh, effective i even actually wanted to say it shot really well by rob hardy it is it is and rob hardy this is his yeah. regular collaborator regular yeah. and and even the mm-hmm. music by ben salisbury i think and he, like the whole i think they created lovely. the whole uh, that sound the whole whatever choral, were, the choral sound what choral she's echoing voices, i think yeah, yeah it was all yeah, yeah. done by them i mean that sequence is fantastic i think yeah. it's one of my favorite sequences in general I think we can move on to crimes move on to is... something much yes, more that dense. is like this much <laughs> dense and much more complicated and <laughs> and I mean, way too much plotty uh we will get much. to it like we'll i think we yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. yeah i think crimes of the future directed by cronenberg i think cronenberg is making a film after like 10 years 8 years last yeah, was what cosmopolis cosmopolis 2015 okay. i think that was okay okay Yeah, I remember. I remember more or less. I think I remember more or less reading about this article on IndieWire, which was where Viggo Mortensen was saying uh, that he's so disappointed in the kind of cinema that is being made, Mm -hmm. and that Cronenberg isn't getting you know money to make his films. He's not getting. (laughs) You can say which film he compared it to and test the other film. (laughs) I don't remember. I legit don't know which film was it. By Julia (laughs) Decondo. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, no, yeah, I yeah. feel the article. This article was. I mean, maybe it's that. a different article, but I read read that he was uh, like, "Oh, this film actually has ideas," versus versus Julia ah. DeCorno's Titan, which I, I mean, it's a, the comparison is that like twenty seventeen eighteen yeah. time. I if I'm not wrong, I read it mm. that time because I remember uh, around that time there was there was like a huge noise, like few filmmakers weren't getting funding. Okay. Uh, I think this guy um, Terry Gilliam, mm-hmm. he wasn't getting funding. So there was like an article of you know filmmakers not mm-hmm. getting money and is it that time around when Mike Lee was were, also? Ah, uh, yeah, Mike Lee also doesn't get funding. Yeah, he'll get the funding from Netflix. And yeah. I think that around yeah, that time, something like that. Mm-hmm. We were all having that. I think uh, there was there around twenty eighteen promotion of theme park. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Correct, yeah. correct. And and Cronenberg, I feel, is very inventive with with his style. Although he sticks to his own, you know, set of uh, horror textbook rules, but like mm-hmm. I feel, he's fairly inventive with the subjects that he uses because all his themes have kind of varied also in a way, and mm-hmm. they've all been about like this one thing, which is obsession in a way, mm-hmm. in a sense. Mm-hmm. I feel. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think we can talk more um, talk more about crimes in the future. What you guys thought? I mean, Arijit. I think I'm gonna leave it to you to like try and describe <laughs> what the film is about. Because I mean, I, I, the second time I watched, I was much clearer on what the film is about. But it's about a second lot. Second time, no, no, no. I was like, when I watched it first, I watched it yesterday, and yeah. I was like, 
Mm. Last year, Titan, and this year, Crimes of the Future. Oh, this is now our time. I have to sing the John Cena anthem. Like it's like it's fantastic. I mean, so I so David Cronenberg even said that he was going to direct a TV series or something like that. So correct, somewhere correct, correct. in the middle. Yes. And yes, when I was yes, watching yes. Crimes of the Future yesterday, I was like, God, I hope he makes this into a TV series. This mm. is so much potential. Yeah. I mean, it's mm. like the world building is. I mean, that's what he does, right? And mm. I think this man is. even obsessed with his own body maybe because otherwise how do yeah. you do it without having any sort of inhibition like mm. i think i mean it's i don't know i mean maybe i'm just being a loud mouth here but when an artist completely bases himself into mm. that it takes a lot of oh yeah yeah courage definitely I, how old is kronenberg mm. sorry i think he's around 80 years maybe Yeah, I mean, I was. I think we. I was talking about this. Uh, I'll just finish this small thought. Uh, is that yes, all yes. these filmmakers who are getting older have, yeah. have like have can produce maybe some of the best work, or maybe right, I just right. like all their work because it's so like confessional mm-hmm. and so like personal. Even yeah. we saw it with Irishman in some sense. Exactly, I was actually going to reference Irishman. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I think that that becomes like when filmmakers get old, they sort of look back and they think that we don't have much more time. And, yeah. Uh, now is the time to mm-hmm. get it out whatever we have yeah. but with uh, crimes of the future there's like so many things to talk about one of the things is of course the idea of a not so very distant future when mm-hmm. you know it's like um, cutting up your body mm-hmm. and you don't feel the pain and it's yeah. it's just like cutting up your body mm-hmm. has become the fashion it's become this new insta reel sort of things mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. a new <laughs> craze in social media what what they're saying like surgery is the new sex I mean, sex, yeah. I mean that's that line was amazing. <laughs> really. And Kristen Stewart, she delivers it. Yeah. And mm. uh, when you don't feel pain, and only a select few people, and it's also this whole uh, question of evolutionary process where uh, yeah. human body keeps changing. Mm. What if we start growing mm. up new organs, and the old yeah. organs uh, they become redundant? So, yeah. so I have one of mm-hmm. like one of my friends is a doctor, like in the yeah. institute. He's my batchmate, but he's also a doctor. So he's mm-hmm. he's actually a surgeon. Mm-hmm. So I told him to watch this film, mm-hmm. and that's because he was actually explaining to me how some of these uh, human parts have mm-hmm. become redundant, which were not mm-hmm. so like maybe thousand years ago. Yeah. So that's uh, evolutionary mm-hmm. process, and when it so happens in the future, yeah. how do our governments, our bureaucrats, diplomats, they respond mm-hmm. to? it do the mm-hmm. like and it directly connects with the politics of where we're living today like take yeah. the abortion law yeah. and i mean like this film was made like when i think last year last year i think last yeah. year mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's it, it sort of predicted what's going to happen yeah yeah and so mm-hmm. i mean fantastic in that way like cronenberg's politics mm-hmm. or this entire thing of uh, going a surgery to remove an organ it directly uh speaks about uh this exchange surgery yeah about the trans mm-hmm. people of the world today yeah and correct, like correct. yeah and and the, the whole conversation goes about it mm. uh what i sort of i mean i'm very biased about cronenberg but i think <laughs> what might have been a problem for other people uh, would have could have been the part where leo sidu is talking about this art and artist and what philosophy and emotion and all mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. maybe because uh, mm-hmm. i mean like somewhere you have to find a way but uh, that maybe some people might find it mm-hmm. not that interesting mm-hmm. but otherwise in terms of it's very mm-hmm. dense and otherwise yeah. in terms of 
concept and very uh, dense correct executing yeah. it and building a whole world inside your mind and this world doesn't seem like it's very far from us it actually looks oh, yeah, yeah. it could have been it 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 can it's be a, the future it's a very weird mix of retro future like it it feels yeah, very yeah. like retro like, because they're retro. using 8 mm cameras and no phones yeah exactly, was like exactly. Only, yes yeah intercom i think is used once like in like a whatever like a, not a intercom yeah. even like a handphone not no it's not a whatever like a iphone or something it's and just you see, like a very we speak about reels they were so when they were shooting they were actually shooting on those reels 8 mm reels So yeah. it's just like exactly since very <laughs> like it's just doing very smartly like yeah. and and about the food like how what mm. we like it's it's again a very mm. big thing to talk about like yeah what are we going to eat in the in our mm. future like what yeah. what are we leaving for our next generations yeah you only have toxic waste mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so and and to develop that kind of digestive system or mm-hmm. like a physiological Clean. yeah like, consume like, consume what you uh, no, clean what you consume i think right, or like right. what was it yeah something mm. like that yeah and yeah so that that's also a very interesting concept there like and yeah. and because in the very first scene we see i think for not first uh, two three scenes mm. after that uh, lia sidu is eating this bread and also like yeah. there's normal food available and some people still consume it yeah. but mostly people mm. have to Uh, I mean, whatever Vigo Mortensen is having is something I would oh. never want to have. <laughs> and his chair and bed, like we have to, like there should yeah. be a dedicated separate essay written on those things, like those oh, devices yeah, yeah, yeah. and how mm. they need software upgrades and yeah, yeah. Fantastic to think that all this came from a one person's mind, and no doubt he's a genius. Yeah, mm. I mean, I think whatever Arijit is saying is absolutely like, uh, like yeah, I think this is one of the films which I can really see like after two, three years, or even four, five years, there'll be one of those retrospectives where mm. someone will see and be like, oh, not someone. I think major people will see it and will be like, this is like amazing in terms of, you know. I mm. think it's one of those. It is supremely original. I think in that sense, and like mm. you know, this mm. type of world, at least I have never seen. And I was really mm-hmm. into the atmosphere. I keep coming back to atmosphere of like mm-hmm. uh, I just thought it was so like uh, industry. Like I think it's some something in terms of like everything is broken down. Like it's like buildings are worn out and like you it's covered Bro, in pages. Yeah. You remember uh, you remember Anik discussion when you said the yellow color. depicted yes, contaminated yes 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 this is yeah. that not okay. anik <laughs> <laughs> okay yes yes yellows beiges and like all all of them yeah. are washed out and then howard show score is like a very sad synthy almost and like synth yeah yeah very, very sad synth almost like very like yeah. almost at the collapse of some and i think mm-hmm. that's what kind of like the whole idea i think of a world that is either at the brink of evolution or collapse mm. collapse right right and i think more, the, more I, towards collapse actually i think the aesthetics is more towards collapse because i think everything in the film that happens except i think there's mm. a ray of hope like to me at least the whole film is right. about either accepting what i think vigo mortensen's character calls na- unnaturally natural which mm. is this concept mm-hmm. of the fact that you know as evolution occurs you will have to become someone who's like able to eat the crap you have mm, actually done to the plastic. world like you have right, to clean right. it and the right. way to mm. clean it is to eat it because mm-hmm. like that's the right. way you'll you'll actually do something about this world and like keep it going on for further mm-hmm. generations there's one faction 
in the world who's trying to do that but there's the bureaucracy there's the artist there's everyone else is mm-hmm. pulling the person back or like salt tensor yeah, back right, who's kind right. of the middleman here he's on the brink of mm-hmm. becoming that person but like you know these are all forces which kind of are pulling him back like because they want to construct mm-hmm. and organize this thing without ever revealing like evolution and i mean that's mm-hmm. so again my so i as i talk about it i think the film is fascinating but mm-hmm. i think on a visceral level it never worked for me which is my problem with it ah, no no i i yeah. get that that's like i mean I, i'll tell you I, no yeah, no wait, it's okay no no i was just saying that i mean that's a very generic thing with body horror i mean not everyone mm-hmm. is going to have i mean and you can't really avoid uh, doing those mm. things and oh no i think all the all the body horror in, the, in this is done really well like i i wasn't creeped uh, out especially mm-hmm. but i i i was disgusted like when when especially when we go into like cam corridor ways of like looking into someone's <laughs> body i was like right, that's right. Uh, mm. very <laughs> disturbing I, i was i was i was uh, having similar reaction in that oral sex honestly how oh. can someone come up with this <laughs> and, <laughs> i'm an ingenious but yeah, yeah at the same time you were like sort of repelled like oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, definitely and i think that's mm-hmm. the point he's asking us like what do you want to be when the time comes are you repelled yeah. or are you in sync with it so yeah yeah mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. oh sanjeev mm-hmm. you were saying uh I think I think two points apart from the points that you guys have already spoken about, which I more or less agree with. Yeah. Uh, one is I feel it's it is the whole film is like a symbolism for David Cronenberg himself. I feel, which I think okay. I I spoke in brief with you guys yeah. before we started recording. Yes. Mm. Um, I just felt he's just like impersonating Cronenberg himself because I feel, I mean, yeah. look also he totally. feel, totally. looks like Cronenberg. You've seen Cronenberg, mm-hmm. yeah. looks like um, speaks like the whole exactly that whole mm-hmm. muffled voice and all of yeah, that that he's trying to do i mean i thought he had uh, like a like he either you know that's the, he did the type of voice, voice when you shout too much and your throat becomes yeah, sore yeah. Uh-huh. like it's that sort exactly, of like rasp or whatever it is that kind of that kind of also makes way for the whole idea that the artists are usually you know are self-inflicting right yeah like you know in a way like that like he, like how he said and i feel cronenberg in a way has been in a way entangled with his films actually are horror, about horror things hmm. but they are very political in their own sense like i remember hmm. video drone yeah. was about you yeah, know televisions yeah. being used as like a source of you know yeah, totally, controlling totally. people yeah. sending a certain message yeah. uh, you know controlling masses yeah. propaganda whatever you want to say right right so i feel crimes of future uh, and the way i feel uh, vigo mortensen's character is dealing with all these things hmm. i feel he's in the midst of both politics and art art there's that and whole be- thing no about the discussion also politics will exactly. follow this inner beauty pageant that is going correct, to happen correct. You know? that and was very funny actually yeah, yeah. <laughs> and his whole internal suffering and all of that i feel it's right. all right. he's writing himself in a way i feel hmm. uh the second thing i felt was the um, it was a little too stagey first of all mm-hmm. second thing the uh, also dhruv's point about it not being visceral i feel it's because of lack of budget mm. i feel the uh, more the budget yes, the more commercial be. commercially driven it would have been mm. yeah uh, rather than just 
just being like an art house thing i feel it's uh, true true if you want to huh. club it in that sense i feel it's more art house than his other other films especially like the ones that you see like the fly and others fly, are like video video yeah, yeah. super commercial nee, yeah, i yeah, totally. i i think most i'm not just referring to horror visceral i think i'm even mm-hmm. referring to mm-hmm. emotional visceral like i wasn't uh, like correct with like I mean, grief and like about I, this all tense character I mean, even though the last I shot i think mm-hmm. is very powerful I think the mm, long, last correct. shot is incredibly yeah, yeah. powerful, and it's very yeah. interesting that he said that it was not written and it was not directed, but they found that shot in the edit table. Oh, really? When, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Okay. When they were editing it, I mean, they found that last shot. Yeah. Okay, that's a lovely, lovely last yeah, shot. Yeah, I think it's. It, it, uh, correct, I think yeah, it's yeah, a homage yeah. to John of Arc and. Okay, okay, okay. Wait, oh, is that a, is that the first actually, time uh, he cries? Hmm. I mean, the only other is, person who cries in the film is uh, the Scott Speedman character, who's the Lang doctoress. Yeah. Uh-huh. Who's, who's I think the who voice of reason who's wrecked, right? who's wrecked after seeing his son and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then gets killed by two assassins. Yeah, <laughs> two assassins. So, which is where I find it very interesting because uh, Viggo Mortensen, that's the part where he cries. So, which means mm. uh, this new species or yeah. maybe the new humans, yeah, are also have this ability to. you know feel emotions and cry yeah. and maybe mm-hmm. maybe maybe that connects i, that I think cronenberg is very much embracing the whole uh, mm-hmm. you know that you have to go like i think it's very much he is very much i think against the whole i mean the villains are the machine people what's the machine company's name i forgot the uh, Yeah, life, life form, 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 form life, form life, life, something. Yeah, yeah, life form. Yeah, yeah, and like they are. So I think they are the most obvious villains. But even like the bureaucratic process and like everyone is right. kind of like a bit. And I think mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. and I think and child also, presence and all that. Guys, you guys, please tell about uh, the assassins. What do you think about that? That those two. I mean, I, was, <laughs> I don't understand why they kill the the other guy. Like I don't understand why they kill the doctor. 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 Yeah, yeah. Not but like i mean it was cu- it was cute like it, it fit it weirdly fit i feel tone i for i i didn't find mm. it jarring like i didn't find it that jarring to be honest uh i feel uh, i've seen only it once and i've seen it just before we started recording mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. but i feel that uh, that the other doctor uh, was more towards the evolution i feel that was the yeah. one point he's kind of he, linked where he's the... referred to the uh, by the other doctor at the yeah. Other he creates the zipper, oh, no ceremony. Zipper, yeah. correct. He correct. creates yeah. zipper, right? So I guess they want to kill him because he's part of like he's part of something that will make them make him get away from the chair. I don't know. Like I was Maybe, unclear yeah. about the doctor yeah, so part. I unclear. asked you guys because I'm very unclear myself about those hmm. two characters. Like, what exactly are they uh, doing in this world? They could have hmm. been some like. Maybe the like three witches from Macbeth, some something like that. Mm. But even then, it's not working because they. I think uh, the first time we see them is when they are coming to repair his bed. Right? Repair his bed, right? And the whole I think... excitement and all was very. Uh, I mean, in in one scene, I remember they they, they lie naked, naked on the and, machine. Uh, the sarcophagus. And they're super like... enthusiastic about it. I feel. Yeah. Uh, no, I think uh, maybe they were more inclined towards what this machine does to. Huh. Than what like, you know. I mean, it's surgery is the new sex, no? So I think it's uh, yeah. it's huh. the whole angle of, and I think it was the whole how will they keep their uh, machine like or machine or operation keep on going? I think that was the big mm-hmm. thing, no? I think correct, just correct, because, correct. and I think there's a moment when they're speaking at the bar or not the bar, but they're in the underground places where uh, they're looking at the 
the Leah Sedu characters just mm-hmm. performed surgery on uh, Vigo Mortensen's character, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they are just talking about how Saul needs to like have their bed or like have their technology so that he can sl- sleep, which sleep, means sleep, he can produce right. art. Which is right. like a very, I was like, really? Does he need to sleep yeah. to produce? Like, I was like, very weird. Anyways, the technology is garbage, right? Because <laughs> like, it can't help him whenever right. it basically right. Right. creates I more mean, problems in, for him. So. so, so coming to that point itself, I feel more than body horror. This film mm-hmm. is like a surrealist drama only in a way. Mm. True. True. Uh, yeah. That way, because I feel the way, I mean, the way everything is conceived in and around in the world, mm-hmm. I feel somehow it fits in with the whole nature that you're probably dreaming all of this. It, it isn't real because the way you go from scene to scene also, mm. um, and yeah. also it has that apocalyptic quality to it. I mean, I know mm. that's a thing, uh, but also like it has like a very noir feel also. I don't know if you guys also know. Yeah, it's, it's very yeah. very shadowy. It's, uh, there's like one scene in the light, right? I think there's a part yes. of that you barely get anything. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. Daytime and, yeah, yeah. 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 And he's wearing no, a black know. cape who looks and makes him look like a vampire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and he so. and you know, like a very disfigured kind of a, a yeah, vampire yeah. kind of I mean of he growls his voice is so like growls. he also growls, croaks, like whatever he does. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah. I, I love his performance in this. So um, we see daylight, I think, twice. Once is in the beginning when the child is scraping all oh, his yeah, pebbles yeah, yeah, and all. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. And next is Leah Sidhu. Having her food. That's not even. I think oh, that's, no, that's, that's, that's not. Which is, I think, that's not daylight. Yeah, sort yeah. of. Yeah. Like then yeah. you see it more. I think because I remembered the scene with uh, my favorite scene between Vigo Mortensen and Kristen Stewart. Yeah. Ah, okay. That's well, that's well, okay. And and it is ah, not preceded by a day. So I feel yeah. it's a very different space only altogether. Where they're I mean, like that the scene lighting. is a different space altogether in any case. Correct. Really correct. Correct. So. But uh, <laughs> Dhruvna mentioned Kristen Stewart. So we have to oh, yeah. talk about her performance. Just yeah. amazing, I think. I, mean, I think she is fantastic in this. I know she's like, like divi- it's one of those divisive performances. I think Sanjeet is going to go on the other side. Why? No, no. no. I, thought, <laughs> I thought I heard a hesitance when we were talking. I was about... going to bring up Spencer, but oh, okay, fine. Bring it up. <laughs> bring yes, it yes, please. Spencer, we should but... have a bit. <laughs> no, yeah. my point was, I think she's been consistently great in a, like a lot of other performances in general as, as well. I mean, yeah, I mean, different though, I think, I mean, yeah, exactly. So that's what I was going to say was there's like a certain tonality to her performance. She's like, she's slightly hyper, but she's also restrained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that very sweet spot where she's like, just, you know, I want, she wants to say, do so much, but she's like controlling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and right, it's right. like, you need to get that it's balance, all... right. So that you don't fall on either side. Yeah, and, you yeah, know, yeah not convey that communicate that message or the whole thing well, you know, I think she's like caught in between being anxious and being excited like was, her voice is like high pitched and then it's like whispered like high pitched and whispered Certainly. and I was like right. this is amazing because like she's doing like a very like a weird performance like it's kind of mm-hmm. creepy also sometimes and otherwise it's like really endearing in a strange way but like uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's, it's it is actually creepy and endearing. Like yeah, yeah. when she comes and tells, like you know, surgery is the new sex. Like yeah. mm. that yeah. is where, like I was like, I mean, it's it's how also you deliver the lines. I mean, yeah. And yeah. she's but stammering I, a bit, yeah, and yeah. then she's this very fidgeting 
but she's also very excited about this new prospect of yeah yeah i mean and, it's the whole i think when she goes to kiss him i think it's a very awkward way she tries yes, to yes like, and, 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 and how vigo mortensen is i'm not very good at like walking that, that scene yeah, is yeah, basically yeah, yeah. all walking to back right backwards i think mortensen yeah, yeah. and then yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, then it's like, blo- it staged very well and it's yeah. blocked also very well like you don't realize that's happening yeah, yeah, it's yeah. all very subtly happening yeah. <laughs> And yeah. then you realize, oh, you're at this point now. Yeah. You know where something's. Yeah, and then he's basically yeah. like, I'm not good at the old sex. <laughs> so like. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a very it's funny nice. thing actually. Yeah. He's saying like I'm not good at this, which is also and one the of the. Thing is like a satirical only, no, in a way. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's got black, it's... like black comedy in it, like completely. Yeah, 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 it has, yeah. it has got in a very subtle way. It has got its own yeah. share of. Yeah. I am comedy. actually more surprised by the fact that the film ends on more like a hopeful note. I feel. Mm. Yeah, 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 in that sense, I, I actually don't get. I don't get the scene between be, before they end. Like there's a scene which is a sort mm-hmm. of reconciliation between Lea Sedu and uh, Vigo Mortensen. Like when both of them are lying next to each other and like facing. Oh, the pain other. thing. Like she, something she realizes about, when they're lying down on the sark. I think not the sark on, not on no, the sark. No, he's lying like below the sark. Below the sark. Oh, below yeah, the sark. Okay, okay. Yeah. Right, right, right. Like I, I think Lea Sedu's character in general. I don't know what. Cronenberg thinks of like uh, like artifying or I don't know what 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 about aestheticizing <laughs> the whole uh, the pain and like the body like I don't know what he feels about that because mm. I think with the whole Leia Sedu thing I was a bit conflicted in general what like mm-hmm. she's the tattoo tattoo artist no like <laughs> but she mm. she says she wants to like. construct. Mm-hmm. But that's not what the film is. I think saying that you should do, like in my opinion, I feel I as an underlying thing, she, I felt she was more corrupt. Like her, that's her what I felt. More corrupt at that's the what end. I yeah. felt. But I like because and Vigo Mortensen was the pure it, right? artist. Correct. Correct. Uh, yeah. So she has the power to fabricate the whole thing. That's what I thought. There's a whole lot of commentary also, yeah. right, on on the performance arts and on the yeah. body arts. Yeah, and I was, yeah. I, I don't, I was low key expecting. I don't know if Cronenberg's like sort of criticizing Marina Abramovich, and uh, I mean it's mm. like too much to think of. But uh, uh, because recently we had this <laughs> workshop on these, uh, like the question of what is like body art and mm. how it justifies mm. and what mm. it works mm-hmm. in uh, modern politics, and uh, which those questions mm. were also raised in the film. Yeah. Uh, but maybe I thought maybe directly references to the artists because yeah. those dialogues, Leah Sidhu's character, she was uh, talking about all those things, right? What yeah. how performance art elevates this, and how an artist has to be in pain constantly to yeah exactly infuse. exactly. Well, then you're not creating anything. You have yeah. to be always in pain and distress. Yeah. And yeah. also one of the things which was very interesting is about the sexuality uh, mm. in like how it's going to be new. It's defining a new sort of sexuality in the future. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you don't feel pain, mm-hmm. just keep cutting yeah. your body, and yeah. and which is which is that funny scene where Vigo Mortensen says, "I'm not good at the old sex," so it's yeah. like sort of becoming redundant, and maybe yeah. people are not mm-hmm. going to have. I mean, there's that. the there's the whole suggestion also, you no, know, that with the Lang Dotris character, right? He's he's gotten Lang Dotris is the um, the guy basically the father, the father ah, of father, the child, father, father, right. father of Brecken, yeah, yeah. who's yeah. the child. Brecken, uh, Brecken. yeah, and. Uh, you that's the scene where they reveal that they've gotten surgeries and then they've been able to consume plastic right? Right, right, and then yeah. the the tragedy of brecken is that he's the first born plastic child and right, so right. that's where i think mm-hmm. the whole surgery is the new sex comes in also like you know correct the surgery can act as 
like the mm-hmm. sex part and then basically mm-hmm. without and it can probably lead mm-hmm. to a sort of conception of new post-human whatever that right. thing mm-hmm. happens, evolution right? species evolution and, basically right. compare this to 2001 Sanjeet you've got an essay <laughs> <laughs> It, it, could it also uh, yeah. sorry 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 Sanjeet I was saying interrupted sorry. no 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 it's okay <laughs> <laughs> I'm too lazy anyway I'm saying like it's sort of that uh, when he's talking about Brecken getting uh, these qualities like sort of inherited hmm. sort of reminds mm-hmm. me of uh, children of men where like we have this one child born mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. a long period of when yep. humans have lost the capacity to Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. correct. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so that's the big budget thing, and this is the small budget version of the whole thing. <laughs> But I think he's also much more interested in the like. I I think Children of Men. I I love the movie, right? But but mm-hmm. it's yeah. it's very much a sort of action thriller from from the start. Correct, correct. No, no. no. I found this uh, sort of. I found this sort of biblical reference sort of, and I found it hmm. parallel. Otherwise, film-wise, they're very different films. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no definitely. Course, course. Yeah, they are like I think like in terms of like making and like even art house whatever inflections. This premiered at Cannes, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, sorry. Oh, Cannes. I it think it got uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Five yeah. minute or seven minute standing ovation. Six minute, typical yeah. six minute. Yeah, it okay. feels like I don't know. Like I, this is not a criticism, but I think it feels like it's targeted to a very specific audience, which correct, which, correct. Which it is. I it think, is. Yeah. I have I have the I which I wanted to talk about was the even Elric's piece review. Yeah, I will come to that. But like okay. <laughs> I wanted like this paragraph on uh, David Elric's. Uh, so this review. is David. So we'll title it as David Elric. David Elric's review. review. Yeah, <laughs> men have I mean, been referenced, I, I, and this has been. I different. didn't know. I didn't know Arjit was going to talk about it, right? But yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. So the 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 paragraph which I mean which also should drive you to watch this film is okay. Hmm. the director himself even suggested david director being david cronenberg even suggested that people would start walking out within the first 5 minutes mm-hmm. what cronenberg mm-hmm. neglected to specify is that those imagined audience members as impulsive as the crowds who supposedly fled in panic when the lumiere brothers aimed a train at them would right. be stampeding up the aisles in response to tragedy and not gore Hmm. which i mean i think kind of defines the whole film only in a way like hmm. i think and yeah. because it is in a way tragedy i mean it's it's talking about like a very like the whole dystopian future i mean it doesn't yeah. specify it's a dystopian future I but mean, you kind of like assume, i don't think assume, yeah, it is, there can be more dystopian than this it's hard to get more dystopian it's like yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah like so what I is mean, there to be hopeful about <laughs> but yeah 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 No, yeah. my questions were more more with respect to plot because, mm. like, the one question which which we all already spoke about, why was the other other doctor killed? Yeah, and uh, like the whole art thing, I I kind of I'm still kind of figuring out because I just watched it, so mm. I mean, I still haven't formed really like mm-hmm. solid thoughts on like a certain few things. Mm. Like, I feel the whole ear thing. Uh, Your thing, I thought, was very much like, oh, this is the authoritarian state regime mm-hmm. or whatever it's right, going right, to right. build into what it is. It is. It is. Because it it ah, yeah. it's like basically you don't see, don't, don't speak, just and just hear. I even yeah. says and, that like, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. both those two sequences were like the whole ear dance, the ear guy, and yeah, where where the surgery is performed. Cuts. Both. No, no, no I was going to cutting lady like, or the different one. Okay. No, the Viggo Mortensen oh. surgery, okay. the first performance. Mm-hmm. They were scored like it's like a trance kind of thing, mm-hmm. which I felt is like very 
in a way like how people you know consume drugs and they are like just enthralled by the whole fact mm. that they are like experiencing something for certain way i mean the mortal felt... thing is supposed to be sexy only like it's i mean mm. it's supposed because he's like licking his own lips when he's getting cut which is like oh, like okay yeah. but uh, <laughs> but yeah that i think I mean, I don't know the, the other the other cutting thing the whole beauty pageant thing also is like another thing that inner beauty about. pageant that's a yeah, I mean, zipper scene Yeah, proper set. I don't know that is the. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's the whole like the whole connection no, the of the bureaucracy. No, the lady cutting thing. I didn't really understand actually, to be honest. Like the which one? Which do, one? The layers you do the, visits the lady cuttings and, and she's talking about trauma and like. Yeah, and she's like cut this, which looked like gills oh, actually. Okay. I don't know. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah gills. Right. I didn't okay. really understand that kind of sequence. Yeah, so that is the where that is where I thought like uh, there's also a sort of. a parallel commentary running about these performance arts and body art mm-hmm. and uh, i mean maybe uh, how we like these most of these arts originated uh, right after world war 2 uh, mm-hmm. when humans were like at the lowest mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, so now when we are moving towards the future mm-hmm. how these shape up and with time Uh, the mm-hmm. concept of uh, inflicting pain and damage on your body—it's mm-hmm. no more uh, like part of uh, some of the body art performances is like uh, the audience's reaction, right? It's—I'm yeah. not saying it's shock value, but it's like uh, there's there's a reaction, there's a certain mm-hmm. kind of reaction, which yeah. is mm-hmm. what the artists feed on. And so maybe there there was this commentary on how I, in the future. I when, also think it's yeah. just a basic building block for like her character. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. because she gets like her, whatever she does on her head. I don't know what. Yeah, yeah. I, something of I, an offshoot I, sort of. Yeah. So I have a doubt. Was it pointing towards a homosexual relation or her attraction towards women? Or no. No, I think it was like I <sighs> thought it was more towards I just the fact that she right, was yeah. she was enamored by her creation. Like right, creation right. is okay. her big, big more thing. More on like the okay, art okay, thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because okay. Leo Sedu's character is someone who's obsessed with the art and uh, yeah. correct, correct, correct. That is how what. an artist philosophy is and yeah. mm-hmm. and see what i love about body horror is like my basic and if i mean david cronenberg loves it and so i can say again and mm-hmm. i love julia docorno in that sense yeah. like i saw her this short film i think it's named junior mm, so it's like, it. if someone asks me like in one line to describe it i'm going to say it's about the uh, inability to cope up with our own body during mm-hmm. the phases of adolescence Hmm. when hmm. we are not sure of how our body is undergoing different kinds hmm. of changes that's and also raw right i think did she that's also raw right yeah. Raw. right yeah. yeah right in parts yes. of titan as well yeah and hmm. in titan of course it adds to the whole uh, in the future yeah. how we are goes post human and all those like, like uh, mechanics yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. part of any body horror and especially cronenberg's is uh, associated with not being able to understand things that happen to our body and yeah this whole mm-hmm. uh, psychological uh, implication of trying to understand it or trying to cope up with it mm-hmm. and which manifests in whatever visuals and sounds we uh, mm-hmm. conceive and mm-hmm. that's what he has done with videodrome and fly and red ringers and mm-hmm. of course there are political uh, side to it mm-hmm. yeah it's the same thing with crimes of the future like suddenly like let's just like we had this film right mod ko dard nahi hota and there is actually a a uh, medical condition where you i forgot they mentioned mm-hmm. it in that film where you mm-hmm. don't have don't feel mm-hmm. pain mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. 
like it's the very basic fundamental yeah, yeah. thing if we stop feeling pain today and because mm. uh, like to some extent like not to mm-hmm. some extent i have spoken to my friends who are in this medical profession they said that psychological mm. pain is also very we actually receive psychological pain uh, in like it's equivalent to physical pain in some sort of in a, as like mm-hmm. a physical manifestation yeah yeah it's like, mm-hmm. like yeah. sort of that way so if we lose mm. the ability to feel physical pain mm. maybe emotionally we are also getting more mm. numb yeah. down and more yeah. like that sort of thing yeah so yeah that's very interesting uh, i mean yeah. that, that is what is hooked me to and, this and again thing. i think this links very much to the fact that uh it's the scott the lang doctor's character who cries like really ugly cries i guess in the film the most yeah, right yeah yeah like and he is not a member of the mm-hmm. human or the yeah. or the current human species right, right, he's right. he's yeah. evolved in in some sense to someone else mm-hmm, i think mm-hmm. yeah or at least that's what the image stuck with me but yeah it's a fa- like it's i i can clearly very fascinating see, like dig like people will dig into uh, like pun not intended dig into this film for uh, <laughs> for a lot of uh, time i think i can feel you pulling things around in there it's a brand new organ never before seen we've all felt that the body was empty empty of meaning and we've wanted to confirm that that we could fill it with meaning the world is a much more dangerous place now that pain has all but disappeared Sun Brandon Cronenberg also made like a very Possessor. good body horror film last Possessor. year, which yes. I think Fantastic. all three of us like. Yes, yeah, yes, yes, fun, very fun, very fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the... very fun, lovely. very stylish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, very, very slick, slick. also in that sense. Very slick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah, I think you were saying Ari, it's something which I, where I cut you off, but it's okay. <laughs> No, I I just keep talking about Cronenberg whenever I get the opportunity to. <laughs> It's I mean, just that someone he became like a a pioneer in his own sense that the whole genre has been like you know termed after him only. Yeah, like, yeah. Like yeah. Horror, and horror. he makes it very accessible. That's like hmm. the thing you mentioned, exactly. right? That he was this exactly. very mainstream guy. Yeah. And exactly. when you're watching a fly or you're watching a video drone, it's like yeah. yeah, 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 very simple because that's the fun of cinema. Like it's just hmm. it's such a direct medium. You just with images and sounds you just directly convey what you have to, to feel fly is like a romance film only in a way like, yeah, it's very, like very tragic, tragic, tragic very romance. very tragic no, right, right i think with, with yeah. i think he's moved away from that don't know i think all the, i've not heard seen cosmopolis but i've heard it's very abstract and even i've heard i mean uh, this is abstract cosmopolis is very also, difficult to some, in a sense uh, ha this is this is also very abstract yeah Mm, I don't think this is like saying. again. Like I can't see this in a mainstream. Like I, if I, I saw this, I would expect not. people uh, to be pissed off. I, so. I still feel this. This film is like a result of low budget only. That's all. I, I don't mean, think Cronenberg would have blasted it through. Like I don't. Uh, Sanjit, he's been making stuff like this for a while though. I mean, true. I, so I have not seen what he's made in the last ten years, which is yeah. from two thousand eleven to twenty fourteen, twenty whatever. Whenever he made his last film, Absolute yeah. Stars, Cosmopolis, whatever. Hmm. but i feel before that most of mm-hmm. his films the ideas could have been done in a, the whole trilogy yeah, yeah, of his yeah. films could have been very different 
but i feel mm-hmm. the way he made them kind mm-hmm. of proves that he has the ability to take a subject and make it as mainstream as he could mm-hmm. to reach out to more people right right and right. deliver the idea deliver the emotions deliver his his everything right, right, right. you know yeah. i feel crimes of the future also has that uh, value if mm-hmm. not on the face but like the whole core value is very right, similar right. to his other films i feel it's the budget constraints which ha- which forced him to take this kind of route that's all mm-hmm. i like to say mm-hmm. i mean yeah, i feel yeah, this yeah. film could have been made on a bigger budget and it would have been more accessible mm-hmm. uh more visceral otherwise if you could break it down you could do a stage play on the whole film i think that's what okay. i think a lot okay. of people say about very the dangerous method and like the other okay. stuff also I, I think a lot of people say, yeah yeah it's very like again as you said it has a stagey quality to it i just think then you miss out on like in this case at least in crimes of the future you miss out on just the world and the different aspects of it like correct. on a stage correct, correct. i mean of true. course you can could replicate it on a production stage but like true but still. like the quality of the film of course has like an upper yeah. hand to what yeah. could be like you know done like yeah as like a more physical thing yeah but i just feel like the again like the, the dialogue is also a little is... stagey na i think uh, like uh, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that's what i thought Correct. about if someone else who's not so much into horror or body horror yeah. or someone who's not that well versed with who cronenberg is yeah. they might find it uh, even like in terms of uh, pacing like they might yeah. feel that it's sort of dragging uh, yeah. i mean but anyway mm-hmm. the, even the subject is uh, in a way it's like that yeah. uh I mean, but, uh, like, please don't make this your entry point into Cronenberg. <laughs> definitely no, not. Definitely. Of course not. Of course definitely not. Of course not. not. Yeah. Entry point has to be video drum or the flight. Yeah. And uh, or, I think Sanjeev spoke about. Yeah, yeah, that could be. Sanjeev spoke about the flight in another episode of where we spoke about. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a very fantastic. And yeah. I think uh, that's. I, he might eventually get back to that point when he was making those films those kind of films mm-hmm. uh, like or at least like or at least his son could take his, the mantle yeah i mean he probably is like possessor is much yeah, more yeah. Dy- i mean dynamic uh, in terms of like the genre exactly. aspect of i mean i also felt i shouldn't say this but i felt like david cronenberg's like age also kind of shows in the style of filmmaking also you know oh, but i think mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I mean, but I that yeah but that's i think yeah. very natural i yeah. mean i'm not saying i minded yeah. i had problems with it i just feel it's like very natural to you know yeah. have your certain personality you know just seep in through the whole film yeah. i mean i feel uh, whatever scorsese you whatever you say scorsese still has made like wolf of wall street while he was, while he was in, yeah. in his 70s yeah that that was very um, like weird like how good scorsese <laughs> make something wild as wolf of wall street yeah. at like at and the age of 70 and he's post that he's done you know what uh, silence and silence and, and irishman. irishman yeah both, both are both of which which yes. uh, like show more of his personality than wolf of wall street like going closer to god which is very <laughs> dark i mean please be Drove, please be sympathetic to him, even though he's in his eighties. He's eighty. <laughs> I know your philosophy of about people who are above sixty-five. Seventy. Sixty-five, right? Seventy. Okay. Whatever. No, no. I'm just saying. See, I think it makes for great art. Honestly, like, you're talking about like the whole artist statement. I feel yeah. it makes great art. Like I mean, Irishman is sure spectacular. I think we mentioned that movie yeah, a lot yeah. now, but like yeah, yeah, yeah we have. Yeah, yeah. I think with Cronenberg, I am very interested to hear what David Lynch has to speak about these crimes of the future. I think he liked mm. it actually in a weird way. He, he did. Mm. I know. I think he will like it. I okay, he will. He will yeah. like it. No, yeah. because Cronenberg I, loved Titan. 
and okay so like, Vigo Mortensen which... is the only person who didn't like it <laughs> yeah. so yeah <laughs> I mean and it's like uh, in a way I think uh, I don't know I mean, Anurag Kashyap told this uh, I, I read in his letterboxed uh, review mm-hmm. he, he wrote mm-hmm. that uh, you know genre films are not given that importance and like, he was Correct. kind of upset when Titan didn't get I think mm-hmm. Oscar nomination or something like that mm-hmm. yeah yeah. So, which is uh, which is what like I'm expecting. If Cronenberg, like now he has made a comeback, if he makes his next film in a very mainstream sort of way, mm-hmm. someone mm-hmm. of his caliber and uh, with the kind of like he's a not your right and, mm-hmm. and if, like somewhere at the age of 82, 83, if he makes a film like that, it's mm-hmm. for uh, aspiring people who are into this genre, who love this genre, and mm-hmm. uh, not only body horror, maybe horror films. Mm-hmm. They will have something for it to look to, and even uh, it will introduce a very new genre into the mainstream. Like body horrors are usually, except a few maybe Japanese films, even they were not that mainstream. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. but it's mostly a very niche sort of thing. It's more mm-hmm. mostly cult yeah. uh, mm-hmm. things. Things yeah. you you collect those DVDs from Mondo Macabre or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So I I love them, but I understand like, but I I sort of feel that more people should watch these films, and sure. it should be pushed more into the mainstream because. Yeah. yeah. I think I mean, Crime of the Future. Anyone who's like a art house sort of film buff, or like a like, I I feel people who term this as cinephiles basically should watch it. And I think most yeah, yeah. of our audiences feel full of those. I don't think no general audiences listen to our podcast. I feel so, even though we've spoken like at fair length about both this both these films, I feel if you if you want to watch and go in even after listening to this, you'll have a very good experience because oh, I yeah, feel yeah. they're more yeah. uh, sensory, visual, and you know because the, I, the experiences are very different and very unique to them and like unique to you as a viewer as well. I to think I mean, like you've got two but, extremes uh, of elevated horror here. Like I mean, quote yeah, unquote elevated. Very extremes. One which has too little, I think, and the second <laughs> one which is a lot. So yeah, like, yeah. you can go. But yeah. Dhruv, I got to disagree with you on the general audience hearing these episodes. I don't know. One guy <laughs> one day he was in the institute. I mean, he yeah. watches films maybe, but I don't know yeah. him. He's an out. He was an outsider. Like so, he yeah. just came up to me and he said like. You guys did this podcast right on Halloween and all this. Yeah. I said yes, but like, and, and then I was like, wow. "How did oh, you recognize? Wow. Like by voice, you can't recognize." And he said, "No, no, no. I, I, I saw in your Facebook you shared that thing. Okay, so did you listen to that?" He was like, "Yeah, I listened to this, that, that." And he yeah. started talking a bit, like in bits, and I was like, "Your podcast was very interesting." Oh, okay. So I, I got to disagree, like. There are okay, this is the type fringe. of disagreement I like. <laughs> <laughs> fringe people, but we have audiences. Got it. Got it. Got it. I mean, mm. most happy. I mean, horror audiences. I, I would love to connect more with like horror fans in general. I think. Yes. Like, I think that's a and different think, community. Only. Yeah, and I think like the thing that I mentioned in the beginning. That is what, and even with body horror and like what Cronenberg does is like mm. the most unreal and unbelievable of the things. Absolutely not possible in like, but you mm. can do it in cinema. You can yeah. make it completely convincing with all mm. those elements. Yeah, like right. whoever wants to make an argument for like cinema, cinema should probably take take up horror. I think as yes, well because yes, it's, yes. it really serves and itself. It, it gives you like everything. Yeah, yeah. Mm. it's sort of like I kind of feel like John. In anyway, in, in general, I feel genre films also uh, fulfill like film that the. Important of cinema more like it pushes the medium, yeah, way more than 
I mean, it, it's not to mm-hmm. say like obviously drama films are great, but that's how I feel about <laughs> like yeah. Yeah, yeah, because even when like I that, talk about mm. westerns, so some of my friends are like, "Yeah, man, westerns we really don't like so much of shooting." And I mean, really, no cowboys can shoot so fast and all that. Like, but yeah, but well, that's the fun of it. Exactly. Like, yeah. Exactly. It, it's believable <laughs> yeah. to you within that universe. I mean, yeah. No, yeah, I, I mean, know. I think I think it's the whole like with dramas, you have to search for like things to make it specifically cinematic, right? You have to find mm-hmm. like you know close up. Say mm-hmm. like close up is the best argument because we stage pe nahi milta. Right. Uh, right. But mm-hmm. like. Uh, but with horror like it's just like where will you replicate this except for like correct except yeah except you can't replicate right, it in right, any other right. form right so like mm. and uh, i feel it'll be like, like this so yeah right when i watch these films i feel i mean i connect to it and i feel very like it's like uh, directly in conversation with the director yeah. i'm having a dialogue mm. with him or her Yeah, because that's how I feel. There are certain decisions made like certain super beats. consciously for exactly. like a certain for beats. like an effect. Yes, Correct. which which you re- instantly know, like, and then when yeah. you're done watching the film, you're thinking about it. You're going back and forth mm. around scenes. Yeah. So when mm. as someone who's maybe aspiring to make films, I would really if get like that's that would be my approach if I had to say something, which is fairly mm. complex, but I would have to make it easy. because i want this dialogue with my audience the thing yeah. that uh, mm. alex garland said like audience's interpretation is supreme mm. i think that's horror is the best way to go yeah yeah and mm. like also just uh, horror isn't horror the best way of like getting your authorial stamp or auto stamp sort of also yes, it is yes there, it is right so but a24 yeah. is getting that i think now a24 oh, yeah, that's, is like the yeah, author- Yeah, I mean, definitely. I think Cronenberg in eight twenty four would be a very good mix. I feel you know, yeah, it yeah. would be good. Yeah. yeah, I think we've all fairly come to the point that we should all, everyone listening to this, should watch. There's there's very few films we don't recommend, right? So, correct. I mean, that's the whole yeah. point that we talk about the stuff that we would like people to watch. I mean, we watch Gehrang, yeah. So, like, yeah, I mean, but that was that was only for streams. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> getting the clout. <laughs> not that this episode will get us the cloud <laughs> why will it not yeah, don't you I mean, think there's alex garland fans and like we'll type I mean, we, no breakdown of whatever like this explained that's the that's the selling thing no i mean that's the easiest way to sell it but yeah, yeah I mean, but we have that, explained how much ever we could yeah actually we did both the films way yeah. too much i feel but anyway yeah. okay i think this is the end of the episode we've uh, spoken about more or less everything that you had to about both the films irrespective of that you should definitely watch out these films um also thank you so much for listening please follow us on instagram at queensland.film podcast follow us on spotify and please rate us on spotify it helps us to reach out to more people uh and share it with friends who would like to listen or like you know who are interested in in film podcast you can follow dhruv at terminal cinema on instagram you can also follow him on letterbox at terminal cinema Tamil cinema, right? No, your name, Dhruv Krishna. But I'll leave I'll it, those leave links. Leave it. Leave it. Leave it. Instagram is fine. Letterbox. Okay. Okay. You operation. can follow Arijit on uh, his letterbox because he prefers that. Yeah. Uh, at Nostradamus, the link will also be there you, uh, in the description. description. You can follow me at Pixel Baba. But please make sure you follow us on Spotify and rate us, which will please help us out. You know, reaching out to more people. Get more There's a ton so that of stuff. We can stuff. do this more There's often. Ton of stuff. Yeah, yeah and m- m- more stuff coming up in yeah. the next few very weeks soon, very and months. Soon, yes. Very soon, a lot of yeah. them. 
bombardment please make sure you do that and you'll get to know when when those episodes drop uh, we will so, yeah, tease it so right sanjeev Yeah, 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 I I everything yes stuff that should be covered more often yeah but anyway yeah thank you so much for listening uh this is the end of the episode and thank you so much arijit as well khatam